having those mornings where you just wake up and you just unconsciously just put on your clothes and run out the door because you have work. And I would hate those mornings because I, I got to work. I didn't even feel like I was awake. But the more I started learning about things to do in the morning, like reading, working out in the morning, meditating, you know, making making yourself a good lunch, getting your clothes ready the night before so you don't have to think as much in the morning. When I learned to optimize my morning, I learned how powerful and impactful the first few hours of your day is. Everybody, and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So, welcome back to our Health, Wealth, and Relationships series. And in this one, I am kind of reflecting on 10 lessons that I learned in each area. We're going to start with health today because we usually start with health, then wealth, then relationships. And I'm excited to talk about 10 health-related lessons I've learned probably in the past, I would say the most amount of like learning and growth I've had honestly has been since I've made this podcast, since I've started this community with you guys, which was back in 2020, right when COVID was starting. I think that's fair to say that this has been a time in my life where I've had a lot of reflection and introspection. And so I want to go over some lessons, 10 lessons that I've, I've realized and I've come to learn. So I'm excited. This will be fun. I want to do this series of, of reflecting and 10 lessons because this Saturday is my birthday. So I'm looking forward to a new year and a new, a new birth year. And so, yeah, it's, it's a good time for me to reflect. And I hope some of these lessons that I have, maybe you can relate to, maybe for you it's it's a cool new perspective and maybe you'll find it important as well. So before we get into it, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys so much, honestly, for having this community go as far as it has for the past almost three years. It's been amazing. So make sure you subscribed, okay? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you're following the podcast because we drop episodes every week. I also make daily content on my Instagram at vibingoutwt. I'm on TikTok, same thing, Twitter, YouTube as well. So make sure you're following the community so you don't miss any content. All right. So let's get this started. I have 10 things, 10 lessons, and these are all very important to me. So I want to go through each one. And yeah, let's get this started without any further ado. Is how you say it? Okay. <laughs> Number one, a good morning is a good day. I honestly believe that so much. I have come to really appreciate and love the morning as the most powerful time of my day. This this was like the beginning of my entire growth journey. Before I even started the podcast, I was having those mornings where you just wake up and you just unconsciously just put on your clothes and run out the door because you have work. And I would hate those mornings because I, I got to work. I didn't even feel like I was awake. But the more I started learning about things to do in the morning, like reading, working out in the morning, meditating, you know, making making yourself a good lunch, 
getting your clothes ready the night before so you don't have to think as much in the morning. When I learned to optimize my morning, I learned how powerful and impactful the first few hours of your day is. And I honestly believe that if you have a great morning and it's very intentional and you do a lot of productive things, you are building up like a shield. I I talk about it like a shield because the day builds on you. Things happen in the day, negative things, tough, frustrating things happen during the day. That that happens sometimes. But if you've built up the shield in the morning, uh, of rec- it's like a resiliency. You've worked out. Maybe you've already got through a bit of stress in the morning by working out. Maybe you've meditated so you're calm. If you've done things that have made you feel good in the morning, then the day should not feel that hard. So that's why I'm, I'm definitely a... Definitely a supporter of the notion that if you have a great morning, your your whole day should be fine. So that's one thing I've learned, and I'm always trying to optimize my routine. If I have a busy day, I'll have a shorter morning. So I'll try to make sure I do just a few things that I can. But if I have a long, if I have a long morning, I'll enjoy it. I'll do everything I want to. And so yeah, I live by my mornings. And I'm an early bird. Wake up at like four or five a.m. So yeah, I love my mornings. That's that's definitely something I've come to realize about myself. Number two, tracking health progress creates lasting habits. So what am I saying here? Anything that you do that you track on your phone or you track by writing down that has to do with your health will create habits and you will see change by being able to track your progress. Now, a lot of people are hesitant to track their progress with things and i understand why i'm i'm the same way with some things too i've been this way before i think we just don't want to see where we're at we'd rather turn our our, like a blind eye to how we're doing when you see your progress you're able to reflect on it so if you're making great progress and you get to see check mark every day check mark every day or you get to see that you know for example i track my sleep and i get to see okay i slept for six i slept for seven hours wow that's you know, it makes me feel like, okay, I should have a lot of energy today. So when you see the progress, it supports, you know, you feeling good about yourself and where and how you're doing. And then, you know, it helps you go back and do it again. You're motivated to check mark the next day or to keep in touch with your trackers the next day because you're doing it. And it helps you keep that momentum and keep that motivation. And I even learned the same, the same concept of making sure you track your habits as I'm reading this Atomic Habits book by James Clear, super, super influential book. They've sold over, I think, 5 million, over 4 million copies, it says on the book. So it's a very popular book, and it just further um, uh, nails down that point about tracking your progress, and it's something that's brought me a lot of growth over time. I track my sleep, track my weight, track my food, track my workouts, and... Yeah, it keeps me accountable. I love it so much. So I wouldn't I wouldn't stop for anything. Number three, I love food, so I need to work out. That's what it says here. I love food, so I need to work out. This one's true. And honestly, with with me and food, it's been aw- it's been a awkward, it's been a tough relationship at times. I know I might look like a healthy guy generally, and I think I am, right? I, my body, I'm able to use it as I need to. But I've had instances of like binge eating. So I'm not going to say I have a flat out like or outright eating disorder. No, but I've had periods where I've eaten a lot of food at once 
and sometimes I just do that. I just eat a bunch at once, it happens, and then I have to kind of bounce back from it. I love food, like especially sugary foods, desserts. I, I'm not gonna stop myself from eating foods I enjoy. That's one thing I, I can't do. I just, the more I learn about myself, the more I realize if I try to tell myself no to a certain food, I'm gonna want it. So I need to work out because if I'm not staying fit, I'm gonna you know, become unhealthy, become overweight, and that's something I don't wanna do. I, I wanna make sure I'm able to enjoy foods so I need to make sure I'm also on the other side working out. Like that's one of the main reasons I work out so that I can enjoy the foods that life has to offer. I mean, we're so blessed and so grateful to have all this food here. So I don't want to take it for, I don't want to take it like take advantage of it or, you know, be too gluttonous. I want to make sure I can eat and work out and find that balance because I think that's important to do to just enjoy life. Number four. I identify as an athlete. Now, this one is true. I mean, I've been working out, I guess you can say I've been playing soccer ever since I was a teenager, and then I was playing soccer professionally. So for me, I've always identified as an athlete. When I was in high school, I talked about in my last series about drugs and everything, and how I didn't, I was around drugs for a lot of my time in high school, but I didn't use them or anything until the end of high school because I was always playing soccer. So for me, I identified as an athlete, not as someone who who did those sorts of things. So I would always be running around, biking, playing sports. It, it was nothing to me. Like it just felt like natural. And so that identity has carried over even till today. Like for example, when COVID was a big thing and all we could do was go outside, I would be biking, running around, hiking and i felt so i felt like my inner child was coming out because i realized i used to do those things all the time i used to be outdoors you know running around biking hiking playing sports these things brought me so much happiness even these days so i realized those things i love to do as a kid i still love doing nowadays and so anything that goes against my identity my identity as an athlete affects who i am so if I can't work out, if I'm not, if I don't go to the gym for like a week, I start feeling different. I start feeling worse because I know I need to stay doing things actively to, you know, stay happy, to keep my mental state and to keep my emotional state up because this is who I identify as. So it's a good feeling knowing what you identify as. And for me, yeah, it's definitely an athlete being able to play sports, stay competitive, and be active in general. Number five, stoicism is my guiding philosophy. Now, it's interesting because I didn't really, I used to talk about stoicism a little bit back a few years ago, like four or five years ago, but I've really embraced it even more nowadays. Stoicism, if you don't know, it's kind of a ancient uh, philosophy. And I'm just reading here about it so I don't give you like misinformation, okay? <laughs> it's a philosophy of personal virtue ethics. And it's very much based on logic. And to keep it brief, it just it's a philosophy on life where you focus on maximizing positive emotions, reducing negative emotions, and just yeah, stay virtuous and stay 
and understanding that you know you have to endure pain and hardship but you don't want to feel show feelings of complaining and negativity so it's just about staying positive staying realistic not being too attached to materialistic things i think it's a very important way i think it's a very important philosophy to have nowadays so that's something that i've embraced more of and it's helped me i haven't learned enough about stoicism but i know it's definitely a principle and it's definitely a philosophy that i 100 percent identify with and it guides me through this through this world you know number six self-awareness is the turning point to emotional intelligence and this kind of piggybacks on our last point about stoicism but self-awareness is huge i think it's a huge thing with emotional and mental health because once you're able to reflect critically on life know yourself other people interactions events if you can piece together why things are happening and what they mean you're able to control your emotions your reactions to things and for me that like self-awareness i don't even know how to teach it i don't, i think i fully kind of kind of started becoming self-aware when i started making this podcast like i said three-ish years ago maybe 2020 before that i had not been self-aware i was not reflecting on everything i was not being able to keep up with everything going on and make the best decisions and have the best reactions and emotional reactions to things i was not there nowadays it's something that i really aim to do all day every day as much as i can so for me self-awareness is that turning point and like i said it's so weird because you can't teach how to become self-aware you either are or you find a time in your life where you're able to become self-aware or you might go your whole life without being self-aware so for me that's something that i'm really focused on learning more and more how to do because it's so important to me for my emotional awareness as well number seven mindfulness is a must now i made a whole series two weeks ago about mindfulness and all the different ways it affects us in health wealth and relationships so i definitely suggest you go back and check that out but definitely it kind of piggybacking again off self-awareness just being mindful about everything you do is going to pay is going to pay off in the long run you know for me meditation i find so useful even being mindful of anything you do like being mindful of the situations you're in being aware and being having the ability to be mindful and to be focused and to be present to be present in situations like life is happening in the now so if you're able to just be in the moment i think that's so important so for me mindfulness being able to you know embrace that is is everything for your life so for me that's that's gotta be number seven has to be <laughs> number eight health related habits are an investment in your future now this is a mindset that is such a shift it's such a shift when you realize that anything you do for your health is an investment in the in the future version of yourself and that goes for positive or negative things so for me going back to like the food thing i talked about how i know i love food so i need to work out if i eat healthy i might not like the taste of it or it might not be as rewarding to eat now but i have to realize okay that's an investment in me feeling good from now like from now from 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 like in two hours from now i'm gonna feel better 
I'm going to have energy. I'm going to feel full. But if I eat unhealthy, that is that investment I made is not going to have a lot of return. I'm going to feel tired in a few hours. I'm going to feel hungry again, and I'm going to have more calories. I might even gain weight. So for me, I have to think about any health-related habit I do. Sleeping, for example, super important. I've learned so much about sleep from countless books, resources, podcasts, and that's another habit that's an investment. We don't really think about sleep affecting us too much past like one night maybe, but it's an investment and it compounds. The more sleep you get, the more consistent you're sleeping, the better quality affects your days, affects your mood, affects you know your, your regulations of all the hormones and the you know, blood sugar levels in your body. It's so important. So finding ways to look at health habits as an investment, they might not affect you right now, but they will in the future, will keep you thinking about making the right decision. And if you make the wrong decision, which I do sometimes too, I don't sleep well every night, I don't eat well every day, some days I miss workouts, you realize, okay, this was a bad decision, so if I realize that it's gonna affect me in this way in the future, I can re-correct, I can, I can correct it, I can do better tomorrow. So you're motivated to, okay, Let's get back at it. Let's get on track right away. Number nine, drugs serve me no purpose anymore, except caffeine. (laughs) Okay, so that's number nine. Last week, I talked all about drugs and how they did affect me growing up from from about, about 18 to 24. And yeah, my final takeaway from that series, if you haven't heard it yet, was just that, you know, I don't, I'm not mad that I did any substances or whatever. I didn't go crazy and do crazy things, no. But I had experiences, and it's fine that I have. It hasn't really affected me long-term, I I don't think. I think I'm okay. (laughs) But they don't serve me any purpose anymore. So if I'm around the same drugs that I I used to, you know, use and consume, I'm not tempted to do them. I don't feel like, people sometimes ask me, do you, like, would you still do these things nowadays if you could? I could, but I don't. I don't want to. It doesn't. It doesn't help me. It doesn't get me to my goals. It kind of just. I feel like drugs just stopped me in my tracks of moving forward, and I don't need that anymore. Except caffeine. Caffeine. I've learned so much about. I've been even every year. I, I have a um, no caffeine October, and it's a hard month for me for sure. Sometimes when I'm done the month, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm gonna. This is it. I'm gonna finally be done drinking caffeine after this month. But I always come back to it because I realize, you know, caffeine serves me more benefits than than setbacks or drawbacks. So I'm gonna keep drinking caffeine responsibly, of course. That's the only quote unquote drug that I need, to be honest, for myself is is caffeine. So overall. I don't need drugs, but caffeine is definitely one that helps me with with my productivity for sure. And number 10, finally, health is one of my most important values. So if you couldn't tell already, health to me is everything. I can't even, honestly can't even really associate with a person who doesn't value their health. I don't even know how to get along with them or what to talk about or it's it like that's such an important value to me it's such an intrinsic value to me that i need to be around people who see the world the same way who see their health the same way because if you don't take care of yourself how can you take care of others 
you need to be able to take care of your, yourself and your body is it's such a blessing to have a body that works in any capacity so we need to make sure we take care of it we only get this one and so to me that's something i've learned in the past few years i've really doubled tripled down on focusing on health on learning about health implementing strategies and staying consi- as consistent as i can with health related goals and i hope I can inspire you guys to focus on your health as well. I mean, I've been coaching a few people, so that's always so rewarding as well. Helping people commit to their own health and see that as a value for themselves. So these are my 10 health-related lessons. Honestly, I feel like I've grown a lot in this health area and I have so much more growing to do, but a lot of my overall trajectory of of learning has been in health and I'm just grateful that I've been able to realize these things. I've had so much help along the way and I don't want to stop learning about health and I don't want to stop inspiring you guys in this area. So super grateful, super excited to have this section, our health section here. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope some of these lessons inspired you or gave you some perspective or insight that you didn't have before. Maybe if you liked the episode, you know, message me. Let me know you liked it. Let me know how it affected you. Let me know at vibingoutwt on Instagram. Message me if you have my phone number. Send me a text or something. And I'll see you in our next episode, which will be 10 wealth-related episode or wealth-related lessons that I've learned. Because I'm self-employed now, and it's a pretty cool life. So a lot's changed over the past few years. A lot. So I can't wait to talk about that with you. So I'll see you there. I'll see you on Thursday. Take care. Have a great day, okay? This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most. Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace.